wake up San Francisco. <laughs> wake up. <laughs> Don't like grab it all. <sighs> okay. We're all, we're all our own worst. Grievance. This is wine, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was water. <laughs> I have a water bottle. Too, oh, my God. Is, this is a carafe of wine. <laughs> God. Oh my god, I love it. I'm sorry I'm like imposing. I'm like drinking all of your tequila. But I feel like healthier when I drink tequila than so do I. It's a lie. Wine I just feel I need to drink. It's good. No, you need that lubric gross. I feel gross saying the word lubrication. I know, it's just like I feel embarrassed now. I'm stretching my I'm stretching my my things. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Welcome to episode four of yes. the Awesome People podcast. And back by popular demand is oh Heather Flanagan. I'm so excited to be back. I'm so, so You got such great reviews. Oh people, God. yeah, people Thank love you. you. I'm like so blushing right now. I was so excited. Well, like as, as you heard last time, I was really excited to be your friend. <laughs> was that in the actual episode? I forgot. Did I keep that part in? You kept it in. <laughs> it was very apparent, like, how much I wanted to be your friend. Oh. Um, so, um, yeah, I know. I'm, like, really glad to be back. I love to talk about gender. But most of all, I love to talk about Full House. Most of all, really? Are you sure? It's actually, it's a tough one. I love talking about gender or full house. If you like both, you're in for a treat this episode. <laughs> I've been teasing it all over Instagram lately, this episode. So I feel like it's a good one. Like if you mm. haven't watched this episode, go back and watch season five, episode 24, Girls Will Be Boys. There are so many episodes in a season. I know, especially like for network TVs. Yeah. Um, but you should go back and watch because I feel like it's peak everyone. Everyone's at their top. Oh, and yeah. I could use a little bit more Danny Tanner, but he's there and he's cute. I mean, he's wearing that tie that looks like an Italian restaurant curtain that has like grapes. And, like it's an odd, it's an odd choice, but we're gonna go with it. And he's wearing like a maroon blazer, I think. Like it's a weird. Yeah, maroon. Uh, yeah, yeah, maroon like sports coat. Yeah. <laughs> it's a choice. It's a choice. Um. Yeah. This episode is all about tusk masculinity and human form <laughs> the embodiment yes. of everything wrong with the way we view what men should be and what women yes. should be and boys and girls and like the a demon incarnate called aaron bailey is introduced or wait he's in other episodes like he's yeah. introduced um earlier like another season but he's like on full display in this episode and he's just a demon nightmare he's like every terrible little boy but here's the thing i'm not saying like, I'm not here to say that, like, all little boys are terrible. I think that, like, what our culture does to them is it puts, like, limits on them and how they can be and express themselves. Let's be very specific about it. This boy in particular is, like, mm-hmm. a future men's right activist. And he's yes. a future Gamergate and trustee. Oh, or, my like, God. He's, a future he's ready Reddit. to talk about ethics and, and games journalism. He's a Reddit commenter come to life. Like, yes. he, he's, he's like, all the things that, you, like, anyone wouldn't like, whether or not, like, whether, no matter what you feel about, like, gender and whatever, right. you just don't, he's, like, unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, he's bossy, like, uh, he's, he's no match for, um, spoiler alert, you know, the other little boy in the episode. Oh, Teddy. Which is... Smart guys, Taj Maori. For all the smart guys stands out. Yeah, there. this episode we get Taj. We get um, Denise is introduced for the first time, yes, aka Journey Denise. Smollett. She's a, she's just a treat. Mm-hmm. She's really she's a oh she's such a, such a cute person. Um, yeah. And like while we were we were supposed to record this episode last week, 
Like, I was going to get, like, mm-hmm. really on top of my game, and I was, like, going to record really early in the week and get it done by really early in the week, but then we had a chaotic nightmare disaster with the audio equipment. Technical difficulties. B&H is, like, I got my equipment from B&H, which I normally love. They're amazing, but they just really screwed the pooch on this one and, like, gave me really cheap, really cheap power cord, and my mixer didn't work, and, like, I was just freaking out, and I was really sad and angry. It was so I felt so bad, but... Like, it's all for the best because then I got to spend more time reading articles about, mm-hmm. like, girls' toys and boys' toys. And, like, I spent all that time. I told you watching, like, I watched, like, between a half hour and an hour of, like, a super cut of 80s and 90s, like, um, toy commercials to just, like, sort of see, like, what the environment was, both at the time of, like, this episode and when we were kids. Like, uh, so I feel like I got to do more research yeah, it was, I, good. It was actually, all for the best. I wrote down a quote. I don't know why I did it, but this time, this quote from the Time magazine article. I don't know if I said it to you or you sent it to me, but like a Time article magazine said. Can't remember. In the end, the 1990s didn't advance women's and girls' rights. Rather, the decade was marked by a shocking, accelerating effort to subordinate them. As women gained power <sighs> or simply showed up in public, society pushed back by reducing them to gruesome sexual fantasies and misogynistic mm-hmm. stereotypes. Women's careers, clothes, bodies, and families were skewered. Nothing off, was off limits. The trailblazing women of the 90s were exoriated by a deeply sexist society. That's why I remember them as bitches, not as victims of sexism. And I feel like Michelle oh, was brought through the ringer in this episode. Snaps. Like, yeah. So I don't actually remember. Maybe that was something. I can't remember because I feel like I sent you a bunch of things too. I don't remember reading that. That is such a good quote. Like, because I think that that was really like some of the issues we talked about last time with the whole... Um, that whole new femininity fashion movement as a response to 70s feminism and this like return to like this more traditional femininity you're seeing another version of that with like the children's toys and like this was like the feminist backlash was present in like every part of the culture so like all the way down to like how children were playing together how they were marketed to and apparently like I didn't realize there were big changes made in the 80s with like how you could um, advertise to children, uh-huh. like it was like a completely transformative thing, and I think like children's TV that changed too. So like all of a sudden, you had the full force of like much more sophisticated like marketing systems, and um, it just got so like that. One of the articles I sent you like today, like um, like children's toy commercials and toys are more gendered than they were like 50 years ago yeah. and even though like we see a lot of like especially like living in Brooklyn you're gonna see a lot of people like trying consciously to like not enforce gender stereotypes with their children but it's like it's like in the air we breathe it's like all of it is so pervasive so like there's been some progress since the 90s but we really were in this regressive period where like kids had these super strict like they were being taught these super strict gender roles and they like internalize them at such an early age yeah i was thinking about that like when did i i think I def- it just happened to me naturally where i just like started i wanted to wear pink and i like pink and like it was like i didn't have to be the pink power ranger and i had to have the pink barbie mm-hmm. stuff i'm like it's like i had a, i don't know the chicken or the egg like was i like influenced to it or like did i naturally or but I mean, pink is great though the thing is so that's what's like <laughs> okay so like i feel like i'm i'm jumping like far ahead of things a little but just like to that nature and nurture question like so I said the last time that, like, I used to be a high school teacher, so I've thought about these kinds of things, but, like, for older kids, not younger kids. So, like, when I went back and did research on, like, okay, like, you know, what um, 
how do kids like form their ideas about gender? Like apparently when you're like two or three is when you start to form your ideas about like your own gender. And then um, around four or five, that's when you're like the most, that's when you're super like, uh, like intense about it. And it's very like black or white. It's very like binary. So it's like, this is a girl thing. This is a boy thing. And then when you're like a little bit older, you start to relax on that and see a little bit more variation. Um, but like, yeah, you have these crazy, like you really get taught a lot of messaging, um, about like what being a girl is and what a boy is like, not just from your parents, not just from the people you're around, but like, you know, the media influence is like really huge. I feel like there's like other sound outside. Or yeah. We? Cause we're, we're in my basement. <laughs> we're in a screening room in my basement, but there's a gym next door, next to the screen. Oh my room. God. People are keeping it too fit. They're not. It's annoying. It's going to get in the way of me being heavy handed about gender. I'm so. Oh God. It's like such a juxtaposition. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So ditto to everything you said. That's great. Um, And then. So let's just jump into the episode. Yeah. The opening. The cold open was like. I just remember. The only note I had about that is that like they're eating spaghetti roll cute. And like the thing I noticed is like they're drinking milk with dinner. And I just wonder like when that started, when it stopped. Oh my God. Well, I have thought about this before because. Um, it's kind of weird to just drink that much milk. And I drank so much milk as a kid. It was like the thing, like having a glass of milk with dinner. I would never do that now. It's disgusting. And also like at lunch too, when elementary school, like you yeah. had chocolate milk with your lunch, no matter what it was, you had like yeah. chocolate milk and pizza, chocolate milk and nuggets. I think chicken it was like nuggets. that, like got milk campaign. I think there's like this really concerted, I feel like I'm big on media in this episode, but like the whole got milk, the whole push of like whatever the dairy association is to be like, drink a fuck ton of milk. Like, yeah. I think that that really like, influence things also i feel like it was a kind of a weird boy thing to be like to drink like as much milk as possible like hey I could, oh like, yeah we had drink drink mink drink milk drinking contests that's and so at lunch you that's never so disgusting. that's like not the world we live in today like that things <laughs> have sure? radically changed not it would be like soy and milk school? or not yeah. soy. i mean like almond milk even though you shouldn't drink that much almond milk either everything is destroying everything's gonna kill you literally the whole planet um, and then, so we cut to that, to the next scene, which is the Ranger Joe set, and we meet Paula Poundstone in the forest. Oh my god! I, like, Mr. Woodchuck, if y'all all recall, like, when Joey has Ranger Joe, when he's, like, a forest cop, and, like, um, the Woodchuck is wearing literally, like, this, like, bright pink shirt with a bright blue blazer, and he looks like Paula Poundstone. He looks like Paula Poundstone on the Pop-Tart he's VHS. A comic. Did you get that, um... <laughs> Paula Poundstone had a partnership with Pop Tarts, and they like released a VHS of her comedy special on, with like a Pop Tart branding. <laughs> and my mom what? had a, had the copy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and like it's just like her. It's like what she wears, like what she always wears, like a really like bright blazer with a tie. And, like, oh my god! <laughs> like you. So we meet him. What's his name? Um, Mr. Woodchuck. Mr. Woodchuck, and he's, he's in the forest. We had this whole like, where? Why is he in the forest? Like, where did he come from? Like, we really. Mr. Woodchuck is just there so that Joey can make wood-related puns. Like, that's the <laughs> that's his entire purpose. Like, which I think but Joey's better than that. He shouldn't have to lean so heavily on wood puns. I think he's but- desperate right now. <laughs> Because he, like, he needs his job. His hair is really good in this episode, but... Um, Everyone's looking real good in this episode. Again, you should watch this episode, because everyone was Lita looking... was really thirsty. Lita... <laughs> watching this. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? 
She's like, Danny's looking good with his Italian restaurant tie. And Je- <laughs> Jesse's looking good. I feel real attacked and judged right now. <laughs> I feel, you, I will, I, I will stop this right now. We can, we can end this. The show is over. <laughs> unplug everything. <laughs> Jesse's hair is the best. Like the best in this though, like oh he really God. does look. But even I, okay, no, I was the one even who first. So uh, maybe I'm thirsty too because like Joey actually, I was like Joey looks surprisingly good in this. See, because I didn't see that. I was like he looks fine in this episode, but like I didn't, I wasn't like. I normally don't think he's attractive. I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm most attracted attracted to Joey when he's really like nice and like sweet and like fatherly. That's when I Aww. like Joey the most. And he was kind of just there in this episode. Yeah, and then they're doing their, like, little mask... Well, well, spoiler alert. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then what another thing I noted about this scene um, is, like, he ends the TV show saying about, like, love your planet, love, like, love the food, the, the forest, and, like, he's, like, very up up with nature, and I just feel like we need more of that. Like, more kids shows that, like, yeah. environmentally friendly, like, encourage kids to, like, yeah. be in tune with the forest and not, like, go to Joshua Tree and... Cut down trees and leave your feces everywhere in national parks. Not cool. Don't do that. I mean, but the government shut down and those things can happen, I guess. That's what people do when they're let let loose. Yeah. Do you feel like, I feel like in the 90s there was a big um, forest push, like in rainforest push in general, like save the rainforest. Like, I feel like there was like a bit of a, that in Wales. Yeah, it's very in vogue to care about those things. I don't let's know, keep like that in vogue. Let's let's bring it. Maybe there's more money in it. Maybe there were better lobbyists back then in the nineties, or maybe people cared more. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, the environmental movement's like different today, I guess. Yeah. But I feel like kids are like nah, the little kids I interact with. They do get a fair bit of like environmental education. But yeah, I think but like in the nineties, it's definitely everywhere. Like in like especially with like I remember with Fox Kids, like there was like a lot of like recycling songs and commercials, and like a lot oh. of like, chorus songs and commercials. Love that, yeah. And Inter- intertwining with cartoons, and I definitely don't because I still watch cartoons. I still watch like Steven Universe and like Cartoon Network stuff. That. We should watch that because it's so good with gender. It's really good with gender. Was, We're gonna watch that later. Okay. Um. Okay. So, okay. but I watch cartoons, and they don't, I don't see that much in commercials with like be nice to the planet. It's not Were as there- like heavy handed right now. Like, I mean, it's probably it's there, but it's not as like. Are there fewer PSAs now? Is it because there were more PSAs back in the day? But I don't know why there would be less now. Like, what's why? Why not have? Were those mandated by law? Were PSAs? PSAs, I think, like no, you I'm, had to do a certain amount of like public interest programming or something. I think. Oh, I don't know. Or like maybe during kids programs, and now we don't have commercials as much anymore either. Uh, I hate. Oh, don't get me started on kids programming and like how awful it is right now. Okay, let's let's stay on let's, yes. let's tra- stay on track. Like I want to keep this at a reasonable time, and it's a great episode. We have yeah. there's so much to get to. There's so much. Um, uh, Michelle dressed like a congresswoman in this episode. Mm-hmm. She's full shoulder pads. She has a brooch. Yep, hair tied up in a sensible ponytail. Mm-hmm. And um, like the show is over, and then um, Aaron and the de- the devil ask um teddy if he wants to go over to his house and play and like teddy's like no my best fr- i'm going to michelle's house like mm-hmm. she's great she's my best friend and everyone's like you a girl's your best friend girls are gross i'm gonna play a clip right now teddy, Pause. You're gonna clip. My ass today? no i'm playing at michelle's house she's my best friend yuck <laughs> what is your problem <laughs> you're a girl duh <laughs> i don't play with girls but i'm a fun girl you should play at michelle's house they have great stuff 
stuff in the refrigerator. <laughs> well, okay. But I better not get girl cooties. <laughs> you got a bad attitude. She's right. It's so it was so off like he's just so aggressive and like yeah. just offended by the idea of Teddy having a girl best friend. Like, who is like who are the male influencers in his life? Like who yeah, that, like, like how many people way. like it's just like the darkness of like what must reside in his home is like like what is he seeing? Like how's his mom being treated? If yeah. there is a woman in his life, like how is she being treated? Yeah. He must like imagine if he has a sister, like what's her life like? Yeah. Does he hate her? And it's also like like the trope that I feel like so many shows where it's like, oh, I'm a man and I hate my wife. That's the joke. It's, that's so disgusting. It's, it's, yeah. it's, so, it's on full force in the 90s. Like, yeah. Definitely like 1950s like with the honeymooners and stuff. But like it's still in the 90s. Yeah. It's just like women are annoying and nagging. and like Yeah. When I went back and watched that Married with Ch- Children episode because I hadn't watched it before, that's one of the big things that I was like noticing. And it was like a Married with Children episode around the same time as these Full House episodes. And, like, yeah, it was very much like, I hate, take my wife, please. And I'm like, we just love bits about how, like, if you hate each other so much, just leave. Yeah. You'll be happier if you're free. (laughs) (laughs) Let each other go. This isn't serving you. Marie Kondo, your relationship. I know. Like, if it doesn't bring you joy, let it go. Say thank you. Say thank you and next. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, And then... um, they both agree that um, he has a bad attitude, but yet they let him come over to Michelle's house. Because white men push, you know, they push you around. Solidarity. Again, minority. Solidarity. Standing with each other. If you yes. both don't like something, speak up together. Stand strong. You can't yes. do it alone. This is the point that we were talking about when we rewatched the episode is like, out of all the children who are like in the woodchuck forest or whatever, the Ranger <laughs> Joe forest, like there's one white boy and everyone else is like, like a girl. There's like one boy who's Asian. Teddy's black. Like... And it's like if they all stood up to Aaron together, but white women don't act in solidarity with Ooh. like people of other. Sorry, I'm like this is the episode where I go in on white women. I also am oh, the... a I am a white woman, so also, I can say that. Yeah, and I'm not FYI. But you can also go in on white women too because um, we deserve it. When the episode didn't work out last week, we watched Ellen Pompeo's epic interview with the Porter magazine, like how she just mm-hmm. dragged the entire shoot for not being diverse, and like and how what it's like to be a white woman, and like how to stand up and why you have to stand up yeah when people of color don't feel comfortable to speak up yeah like that's the thing white women if you but i feel like michelle tried i feel like michelle if michelle were a lot around today like she would definitely like be more vocal and like oh like, she, yeah like, she was just like this uh, ostracized against her in this episode like she had yeah. a lot going against her i think that's the thing i think white women didn't learn it's like you learn to sort of like go i feel like a lot of white women fall into the trap of like thinking that like the white man in their life will like it's like better to like work through that system than to just be in solidarity with other folks but like at the end of the day like that's not your whiteness is like your whiteness will never change the fact that you're a woman Mm -hmm. you know it's like that's not gonna save you like so that's why solidarity is so important because like if all those children had a model for like banding together and just being like Aaron fuck off (laughs) Like, that's what we need. That's, like, you know, that's important. And it's not even about, it's, like, about Aaron, like, do better and we'll we'll help you be better. Yeah, because they were, yeah, there's, like, yeah, there are other, there's, like, the moment at the end where, like, he shows vulnerability and, like, he shows mm-hmm. cracks in his demeanor and, like, you guys, like, he's, like, he's, like, palatable, like, get Yeah. Where it's not about casting out, like, the white men. 
It's about like saying what you saying you feel basically. Just saying like this isn't okay with me. Communicating yeah. that and saying I want to be treated differently. If you want to be in my group, like you have to have a certain kind of vibe with you. Yeah. You, or otherwise, like f off. They'll be happier if they don't have to live up to these like very stifling stereotypes. But anyway, Michelle, like, that, that dialogue with between, like, Michelle saying, you have a bad attitude, and, like, she, like, mm-hmm. I appreciate what she's doing this episode. I feel mm. like she she tries really hard. She does. For Michelle. Um, and then, also, it reminded me of how important playing and how fun it is to play house. Like, Michelle had it right. Like, playing house is amazing. Yeah. Wait, well, so they, um, I feel like, did, do we need to give the, or did you play I, a clip? Like, do they need the context of, like, they're playing Teddy and Aaron are playing, like, Oh, we're not there yet. Oh, we're gonna go like there. Um, we can just skip over this part. But like, Jesse's playing with the twins. Um, oh yeah, it's like a and yeah. Fun fact: those twins are different twins from the actual (gasps) ones that grew up. There, those there's a different set. I'm scandalized. Yes, those are like the first. Like, and then when Nikki and Alex are older, they like get the the original Darren Stevens replaced, like on Bewitched. I was gonna say Dylan and Cole's Cross, but they're not them. That was like a myth. It's um, it's another. They're they're, those Nikki and Alex are kid those twins are just other people and they don't act again anymore um the other thing i noticed is it's like in this episode like jesse this isn't working right now and like i feel like it's just it gets dark for him this episode and the episode after this is really Mm -hmm. dark for jesse he's like um going through some stuff he's being a millennial 20 years early living (laughs) in the gig economy yeah um and then the, the the kids come in joey brings them home and they're like talking about playing superheroes and then says michelle they say like he wants me superman or batman and michelle's like i'll be the little mermaid and they're like you can't be that she's not a superhero and then becky's like well what about wonder woman and then aaron's like no she can't be wonder woman she doesn't have black hair and i was like fuck you this is the same debate that goes on today it's like oh no the sheer princess of power her boobs aren't big enough like she's like too butch looking now or i think we're gatekeeping about like oh well like oh the mo- like moving the goalposts like well you can play with us we have to do this but yeah. you're not that but, oh you have to do this now it's like just like it's always Lucy moving the football. Who cares? Like you don't have muscles. Why you can? Why like you know? Yeah, Teddy's black. Like what are you like? Why? Oh my god, that's such a good point. Teddy is allowed to be Batman when he's black, but he but Michelle can't be Wonder Woman with blonde hair. I hate everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they go upstairs, and oh no, they decide that Michelle's gonna be Superman's mom. Yeah. <laughs> and none of the adults step in. None of the adults say, "Hey, let's." I feel like kids were Becky left gives alone up more. too easily. Like, but they're all like standing watching this this dialogue, and like, Aaron says that asinine thing to Becky about her not being able to be one woman. Like, Becky's like, "Oh, what was I thinking?" And then like, just let him like be wrong, yeah, loud and wrong it. the entire time. <laughs> they didn't check it. Just check little kids. Just like be nice about it. Just like because like he's yeah. a kid. Like I get that. Just like you don't have to call them out. You can call them in. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> oh my god! Like who listens to who? I'm really curious to know like my audience is. <laughs> the roller coaster they must be on. Oh my god! When the- you like discover this podcast, all I talked about last time was like vests and middle school trauma. And now I'm like, this is the heavy handed episode. But I mean, this Buckle episode up. is like super problematic and like it's I called like, "Girls Will Be Boys." Yeah. Like it's about gender like they could not have this episode this episode would be be really different if it if it aired today oh yeah um so then jesse is offered this side kid job of lumberjack chess and he takes Mm -hmm. it because he's not working doesn't have any money coming in um 
I just realized, like, how great this house is for entertainment jobs. Like, how they're all in entertainment <laughs> They're just, TV. like, throwing each other jobs. Like, he just got a job, like, MTV, right? With a lot of auditioning. That... And then, like, Danny and Becky I'd be Lumberjack Jess if I, like... Book me for Lumberjack Jess. I'll like, do it. It's so easy for the people in the house to get, like, a broadcasting job. <laughs> it's just, like, so easy. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what stuck out to me. Um... Maybe then, I feel like that's the house inspiring to keep Jesse in the house. Like just get throwing it him bones. It sweetens the pot. Yeah. And like, except for like, if left alone, Joy Jesse would have been like, I need to like get out and like get a different job and like move on. And like, I think if Jesse didn't get this job or like another entertainment, whatever, he would have like moved on from the house. But like, the house is like, no, 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 stay. It gives him just enough to like keep him there, but he doesn't get enough success to like leave. It's so dark. It's so sad. Or, or it's a great because then it's just like a whole house full of people living in like an appropriate footprint, urban planning wise, for that many people. Like maybe the evil house is like good, actually. Oh, ooh. Maybe the house is like, you know what? From an urban planning standpoint, this is a good number of people to live in a house. And like, this is how, how we build cities that are more. Oh my God, the house was trying to stop the housing drama that has happened to San Francisco. Twist. Twist. That's the whole point of the house. The house was like, I know this tech boom is coming. Right, this I'm here down. to create an alternate model. We have a crack like- in the theory. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> this is a watershed moment. The house is good. Ooh. Let's think about this from that lens from now on. Let's like play with that idea. Going oh forward. my God. The this- house is disrupting the disruptors. Oh my God. <laughs> the house is woke. <sighs> Who knew? <laughs> Oh my god! I literally didn't think of that till like this instant. This whole house is high art, guys. Like this is why it's so important. Get on board. Like, what are you doing? Full house is high art, and if you if you're not watching me, Full House on the weekly, what is wrong? What are you doing? Like, why are you not? What what's it like to be a flop? Like, why are you? Why do you hate yourself? Okay. Kathy Santonia slandered in this next beat where DJ comes yeah. in. She's talking to Kimmy on the phone. And, like she's like mm-hmm. spreading gossip about Kathy Santoni, who you met last thing. episode of our podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, poor Kathy. Kathy's just out there trying to slut it up like a young lady wants You're to. Just spreading rumors about her. That's not cool. It was so the rumors that she stuffs her bra with like toilet paper or like paper. I towels? think Kathy. Oh yeah, that's. I think it's her. Is, is that her, her is who does it, or like Kathy talking about someone else doing it? Oh, now I don't remember. And I asked you when we watched this, like the other time, like, did you recall people padding their bras? Like, I remember wearing padded bras, but it happened not... in my middle school. Like, it I happened. Don't recall using foreign objects to pad it. It was pl- yeah. Girls did it with toilet paper. It was really obvious and sad. Yeah, and was, I feel like <laughs> I feel it was like. like it wasn't a big deal. I feel like people noticed, but no one said anything or like no one like made fun of them. It's it was just a like, lumpy boob. Yeah. It's a lumpy. And I just yeah. feel like people were just like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I love a padded bra. Like even as like a busty lady, I like a, um, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the boob job. It's fine if it's like padded, but you got to pad it right. It's- yeah. Exa- oh, that's so true. Pad it right. Yeah. <laughs> pad it right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh- yeah, and then um, Stephanie is eavesdropping on that phone call, and then DJ catches her, and then mm-hmm. Stephanie, then DJ like, tricks her, and like she, DJ knows Stephanie's listening, so she like makes this fake plan to get Stephanie back. Yeah, so I'm gonna get her. She didn't say she's like very vague about like what she's gonna do. She said, "Oh, I'm gonna get her," and like she'll never forget it. And yeah, then, and Stephanie takes that as she's gonna kill me, 
Which is a dramatic reaction. Which I was like, Steph- what's going on with Stephanie? Like, why is- are you okay? Why does she think her sister's going to kill her? Like, what? She is genuinely afraid. Like, genuinely. It's like, it goes on for like the rest of the show. The yeah. Episode. It's like her afraid like, DJ's going to kill her. What is going on with Stephanie in the house? And like, did you ever feel like you were going to get killed by your sister? No. And I don't think she would have thought that about me either. Like, <laughs> good. I, ca- I can see like a, um, like later in the episode, she's worried that DJ literally poisoned a brownie. And it's like, I guess like How maybe dark kids. How is that? Yeah, like kids, I could see kids doing a gross thing. Like I put some dirt on it or like I've whatever. Done, yeah, I've done that. Um, ooh. To my sister. Sorry, like I tried How to. How rude. I, I thought I was like, I, they were like, my cousins and my sister, my, my cousin and my brother and sister weren't playing with me. And I like mm. got angry. So like made like a gross food concoction and gave it to them. But it actually turned, tasted good to them. And like, <laughs> so it, it just backfired. anyway it's like a thing to like want to like yeah it's like she just like takes it way too far yeah um but you forgot to mention the most important part oh my okay go ahead she says stephanie is wearing like literally i don't even all the way know how to describe it because it's like it's like a onesie it's like it's not quite a jumper it's not quite an overalls it's like a no sleeved onesie think about a quilt like imagine your head a quilt what does that look like (laughs) pause Think about that in a onesie form with the sleeves cut off. And like different shape buttons, like buttons that are like jewel, like different the shapes. The most colorful quilts. Oh, yeah. Put it into a onesie form. Put it into a jumpsuit form. And she's wearing it over like a white t-shirt. Yeah, because you know, modesty. <laughs> Crucial. <laughs> that is the, like, the t- my ties for best outfit of the episode are that and um, the lesbian woodchuck comic look. Mm-hmm. Those are my two favorite. <sighs> the looks. lesbian woodchuck comic look. Yeah, there's like a beaver joke in there somewhere. Like that's yeah. we, we'll get there. Let's we'll table that. Like yeah. just think about that. Mold that over. <laughs> Noodle on that for a little bit. But in I the feel middle like that's of the there. night in like two days. I'll yeah. have the perfect thing to say. Like yeah. I always do when I <laughs> can't think of a comeback right away um, ever. Like wood and lesbian and like let's think about that. Let's yeah, table it. Um, <laughs> um, where are we? And then oh yeah, Michelle's cooking while the boys are wrestling. So she actually like yes. she was like Superman's mom. She's, she's like playing pancakes. Yeah, and then they're like playing superhero, and then um, she says your pancakes are ready. And then um, Teddy comes over and like he's like playing along with her, and then yeah, Aaron wants to ruin it, saying like oh um, he wants to play guns. Yeah, and he's also like first of all I he's like I'm gonna be the macho man. You are not fit to like I did not watch wrestling as a youth. Okay, but like in my old age. I've watched many old school like promo clips of like, have you watched like WWE promo clips? Like Macho Man Randy Savage's promo clips are like genius and perfect. Like he literally can take any prop like, oh, here's a packet of like creamer. And he's like, the cream of the crop will rise to the top. Like, and he's like, so like wrestling was so fanciful. Like the outfits were so theatrical. It's It's all drama. And like feminine, like huge, like as like this fun yes and this fun combo of like super masculine and super feminine they've got sequins they've got glitter they have like all of that macho man when he gets married to miss elizabeth it's miss elizabeth so they had this like staged wedding and he is like he's wearing like gold lame he's got like everything it's like so extra it's like beautiful and perfect so aaron you are not fit to even glance upon the Macho Man. The Macho Man is he. wonderful. 
Like it's slander, I think. So yeah, so rude. So it's like if you think Michelle can't play these games and be what she wants to be, you will never be the. And she says man. like, "Free, this is my room." I say we play house. Yeah, but he won't play with it. He won't play guns. And then like he's like, "Let's blow up the house with guns." And so and Teddy like just won't. And like he, Teddy's so like flip floppy and wishy washy. Yeah. Pause for a clip. like won't commit to his friend and michelle loved him so much like cares about him and like and he you can tell like he wants to play with her and like he does like her too teddy doesn't know how to stand up to aaron he's like guys who is the aaron in your life oh my god well so this is an interesting point like i i was thinking back and like because i had a sister who's close in age but my little brother was much younger um, I really just like played with girls and when I did play with boys oh, no oh my god no I know who the Aaron is I was like I didn't play with boys that much no there was a boy on my street who spoiler alert is a cop now okay literal cop and yeah no it was this dude Jimmy and he was really bossy he was super bossy but not even like in the girl the way they shame girls for being bossy just like being like no, mean and like aggressive. being mean like trying to take charge so his he we were the same age and our sisters were the same age he tried to boss us all around and tell us like it's like no we want to do this he's like no you have to do it this and you have to do it like this way jimmy if for some reason you're listening oh i said his full name edit his name okay. out I'll be, I'll be edit his name out but i was just like why do you have to like boss us around or like i would come up with like oh a bucket fell in a creek here's one way to get it out and he's like no we have to do it my way i was like jimmy can you just like settle down but apparently he can't because he's a cop now Ooh. Risky take. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> they don't settle down. I can't they remember. They up. Like, I don't know if I had it. I think I blocked it out, like, who the actual Aaron was. I feel like I just had, like, a lot of boys in my life who were just, like, aggressive for no reason. Just Like, oh, like I feel like everyone had that, though. Like, just right. being aggressive for, like, no reason. Just, like, disrupting whatever you're trying to do. And just, like. Yeah. And I feel like I have a lot of that today. Like, when you're, like, working, like, at any job. Or, like, there's people who just, like, disrupt the flow of things. Just, yes. Like, mess up the mix. Like, mess up the vibe. It's not, like, this is the big point I want to make. It's not that I, like, super hate men or whatever. Like, there are, like, so many men in my life that are wonderful and I cherish them. But, like, I think that those men have gone 
beyond like the limitations of traditional masculinity and it's like freeing when you like can start to give some of those things up and feel like you don't have to be in control all the time like but it's like not it's not working out for anyone like, I know it's right. feminism know? is for everyone like feminism, feminism bell hooks I know yeah for feminism real feminism is for everybody and I have her book I have a lot of her books, but like, it's like, it helps everyone. Like if you're like, it just yeah. like, I feel like everyone should be free to be whoever they need to be. And like, yeah, not put undue pressure on each other. Yes. Like Danny Tanner. For Danny. I don't think we're, we're not there oh, yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. But oh, Danny, like everyone's, it's better when you can like, just like pull from every option. And just mix and match. Yeah. It's much just like, there's no, don't shame. It's like, you're like really into trucks and like. Even if you like like shoot 'em up action movies and like you're into that like thing, if it's, if you're like naturally inclined to that, like it's fun for you, just like don't yeah. force that idea on other people. That's the thing. Yeah, enjoy what you enjoy, but yeah. don't be a dick about it. Like, cause it doesn't have to be that like everything is like gender neutral in the sense of like mm-hmm. we're all just wearing plain white yeah. t-shirts or something. Like, I love femininity. Like, I'm super like into that. Like that influence like marked itself on me as a child, and like it's just like that's what happened. But if you're super into like masculinity, like that's like also okay but you just can't like there are bad aspects to that that are like limiting yeah and that's yeah not, and like why you know, is why does masculinity have to mean being a predator it doesn't yeah. you know what it could just mean doing construction exactly. which is rad and we need that like in life like it's cool yeah god okay um and then they say they want to like go to aaron's house where they can actually play guns because he has phasers at his house and then um Teddy wants Michelle to come, and he's like, "Well, are you, if you let her come, I'm gonna tell everyone you're a girl lover." <sighs> so he just he like leaves Michelle in the cut, and like, and she's like, "I lost my best friend." And that's so sad. Like, what is like what is wrong with Aaron? Like, what is his problem? Like, what is he repressing? Like, how many people has he killed in the, like recent years? Oh my god, like, he's the- alive today. Like, what it, like what havoc has he wreaked on a poor woman? Like. On a positive note, maybe Aaron found some sort of inclusive femininity and Aaron was like, you know what? I reject the past and I've grown as a person. Which you would hope what happened between Michelle and Denise as friends and Teddy. Like, you would hope that, like, that rubbed off on him. Yeah. We'll see, we'll, we'll see in yeah. later episodes. Um, so then downstairs, magically, Joey has a script for Jesse to go over and they're rehearsing the, the TV show. Yeah. And, like, they're talk. They're yeah. They're talking about like. Um, I think I wrote that. I think Jesse is depressed because I feel like he's just like too desperate at this point. And so yeah, and he's gonna like do this lumberjack Jess bit on the Ranger Joe program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> lumberjack. <laughs> um, I can't remember if this is where they go over like putting being. No, they're not there yet. But he does talk about, he does, like, play out his little Lumberjack Jess stuff. And he's like, I feel like Tinkerbell. And it's, oh, like, yeah. just less fairy dust. Um, and it's, like, or Lumberjack. Like, you can be a Lumberjack. You can, like, cut down trees and wear glitter while you're doing it if you want. It's fine. Yeah, and then we're talking about, like, um, when Michelle comes down and asks, like, they're talking about, like, what is it like to be a man? Like, what mm. makes a man? This is, like, the core of, like, this is, like, where he's, like, let me tell you what being a man is about. And what did he say? He said, like... He's like, oh, I do my manly scratch. I, like, punch my friend. Like, I laugh at him. I laugh at his expense. Yeah. He does this, like, whole performance, this, like, caricature performance of um, stereotypical masculinity. Okay, 
Okay, now, Lumberjack Jess mm. lives in the Enchanted Forest, right. so he should be fun and magical and bring joy to the children of the world. Fun, magic, and joy. And have fun. Okay, have fun. Yeah, fun. Okay. Howdy-ho, kids. I'm Lumberjack Jess. Tinkerbell. Now I'm Tinkerbell. <laughs> I never said sprinkle fairy dust. Uh, fun, magical, and, and be manly, strong, you know. What do you know about being manly? We still wear footsie pajamas. Hey, my feet get cold. Does that make me any less of a man? It's not the footsies that bother me. It's that little trap door in the back with a missing button. Michelle is you guys. My friends went home. Oh, sure, Michelle. You can hang out. Lumberjack Jess here is learning how to be a real man. You can learn how to be a man? I got to see this. All right. You guys want to see a manly character? Watch this. Okay. I'll show you a manly character. <clears throat> Hi. I'm Lumberjack Jess. I walk with a manly swagger. Because I have a manly job. I like to pull up my manly pants. Scratch my manly scratch. And when I see a friend, I like to give him a manly punch. Yo, Joseph. And then I like to have a laugh at his expense. <laughs> What makes boys different than girls? There's well, okay. Boys? Uh, yeah, boys and gr girls. Well, and take, then... take the birds and the bees. And flowers. Right, and fl flowers. flowers. <laughs> yeah, you know, Why don't you uh, just tell her? Uh, Michelle, you know, uh, a question like that can only be answered by a manly man. <laughs> <laughs> take it, Jess. Okay. Uh, 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 uh. difference between uh, boys and, and, uh, and girls, right? That's the question. What's the answer? <laughs> yeah, I figured you'd be asking that. All right, well, uh, okay, there's a lot of differences. Uh, for instance, uh, uh, boys get to lead when you dance. Um, oh, right, right, see, boys can grow a little mustache, a little beard. And, oh, the best part is, the best part is, at a concert or, say, a ball game or something, the lines at the men's room are so much shorter. <laughs> Being a boy sounds like fun. It's the funnest. So, uh, does that answer your question? Yes, it does. Oh, thank God. Yeah, and then Michelle is, like, taking that in. And then she was like, what's the difference between boys and girls? And they take it as, like, anatomy. And, like, they freak out. And, like, I was so, like... Fumbling. Like, what are... Again, like, why are they there in the house? Like, they can't... They still aren't learning how to, like, be, like, even, like, okay parents. Like, they're still, like... These obvious things they should be able to do as, like... Yeah. caregivers to these girls who just like fumble over just like just tell her if you're going to go the, the anatomy route like what's wrong with saying they have different parts yeah I feel like that was such a big thing when we were little is like being like weird about the like sex talk and I feel like I didn't get it till lo like kind of late like, I, I didn't get it at all oh no which is really risky good thing that, yeah good thing that you were like very like You'd internalize that conservative mentality, I guess. But like, it's no shorts nothing. for you. I know. But <laughs> if you were wearing anything, but I mean, like, if you were wearing those shorts, you probably would have gotten pregnant. I know, because that's what happens. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like the talk is like, it's just like I just hate that trope of like the talk being really awkward and. You can just tell them when they're really young. It's like a biological fact. Yeah, but I didn't get it till I think I was like eight, and then like even my dad like. I always laugh about this because he's a doctor. Like, he literally has to explain concepts like this to people. We just, like, didn't really talk about sex in our household. Like, 
very embarrassed. I, if there was like kissing on in a movie, my mom was like, close your eyes. Like, and I feel like it wasn't until like I was like literally in college. And one time my dad, like, he like had a pamphlet, like a literal pamphlet about like plan B and was just like, Heather, here's some like literature for you. And, like <laughs> slid it over to me, like didn't talk about it. And I was like, I mean, I'm, I'm already familiar with this dad. Wink, thanks, but um, oh we didn't even do that. We just like ignored the idea that it even existed. Like we just like did not acknowledge it at yeah. all. Like even like we were watching a movie or something, and something they were like getting sexual kissing. Like we just like went into like our like happy place and went away yes. somewhere else. Like didn't acknowledge what was happening at all. Yes. To this day, if I'm watching like if I like watch an episode of Game of Thrones or something with my parents, I am. Deeply, How could you possibly? Oh, I wouldn't even. I can't. I it's can't. so painful. I would never even like suggest that. Like, deeply just, uncomfortable. I just have to like hide my eyes still, and I'm 33 years it's old. Like, that's not. I don't know. Yeah, but then like I don't want to judge people. For, yeah, so I don't want to like be too judgmental about like not feeling comfortable. I think it's like that's how you know it's like we've been raised in this weird culture that's like very odd about how we talk about sex and sexuality and gender, and um, eventually like I mean I think that things are improving in some ways, but I guess like as we're seeing with the gender toy like conversation like you have to kind of be vigilant you have to like make sure you don't backslide like because like progress was made in like the 70s i mean the 70s was like a radical time in so many ways like so like i get like all these like articles and stuff that i was looking at were saying like actually like there was like progress on toys in the 70s were like a lot fewer toys were marked as like for one gender or another there were a lot more toys that were marketed to like kids of both genders there was like this like progress and like by the 90s it was worse than it had been in yeah. like the 60s because I, I saw you that video um about like how the video games were geared yeah the adam ruins like, everything clip yeah and like like pac-man was like gender neutral and like how mm-hmm. girls played it a lot of it and like they had girl like women developers making on the game and like how they like how then, like, later on, they started marketing video games as a boy-only thing. And, like, yeah. how I actually, like, worked... I freelanced for a mobile game company. And, like, I came up with the terminology for the game. And, like, it was, like, geared, it was like targeted towards women. And we mm-hmm. have to be very careful, careful about, like, not making it sound too gamery. Because, like, women would be, like... Because women don't want to be associated with being gamers, even though, like, women do play video games a Like, lot. more than men, right? Women yeah. are used, technically, if you're including mobile games and stuff. Which you should. Right? Which you should. And, like, but they don't... Women don't want to feel like they don't want to be associated with play, being gamers because there's like a negative connotation if you're a woman like you they yeah. have to be, have to be really, really careful about the terminology we use within the game that's geared towards women so they don't feel like really? that makes total sense like let them play a game without letting them know they're playing a game you know wow yeah. when did you do that like what was that like one? last year oh shit that's really interesting yeah yeah and like their marketing like their re- i mean their research like showed that like women don't want to have any association with like game terms and because that culture is really toxic i mean but i play video games i feel like yeah it is really toxic and gross but i feel like people are just missing out and i feel like the the game companies have so much power and they can like swift switch the narrative and like don't let the gamer bros like dictate everything that happens in game culture because they're like there's so much power like the game companies just like like little things that games can do is like with Sims 4 they like have like gender customization where like you can like have like anyone can get pregnant like you can like set for your sim like no matter what they gender they have they can say oh you can have like a male sim but they can uh, be able to get pregnant or like you have a female sim and like be able to get oh so like what, pregnant. like more trans inclusive yeah like how like have a scale for like how their voice sounds and like no matter what Whoa, so it's like you can like put that into your games like build that into your games so have like whatever happens happens yeah and like but don't listen and like not listen to really 
toxic insecure people who like say well it has to be like this way you can't like and like having this idea that like being inclusive is being weak or or like politically correct right that's a bad thing you know everyone's frustrated by this idea of like political correctness but really so much of it is just like no just like don't be a dick to people um and also like let yourself be a little bit freer like you're keeping yourself in a box exactly like the con- by the way if you I'll, I'll link to this too like contrapoints is a great source for like mm. gender talking about gender and like masculinity and like western culture and everything and like she has a, a great what was i gonna say i think i lost my train of thought but she's great when she talks about like what expectations people have about um gender and like how it like helps everyone if you just like just let everyone like yeah just be themselves it's for your own good basically yeah it totally is oh wait you know that okay sorry i feel like i'm i'm big on these like articles i was reading but one of the things that like uh this new york times article said was that like it's actually really good for people like as adults to have both stereotypically masculine and feminine traits like you have like better outcomes like both at home and at work and so one of the things that's like bad about kids being pushed into like um stereotypically gendered toys like boys toys and girls toys is that those toys help you develop certain skills Mm -hmm. that like um so like boys toys are generally more oriented towards like spatial reasoning and like construction Mm -hmm. girls toys help kids develop like communication and social skills but it's better if you have both sets of skills yeah so like if you let people have this like broader palette like starting from when they're children of like these are your toy awesome like options your costume options for halloween like which is why for christmas i got my nieces um i got my six-year-old niece um the goldie blocks thing where like you teach you how to like basically like engineering for little girls it's like it tells you teaches you how to build things through a story it's like yeah it's a female engineer that came up with that idea and i got my other niece um legos like a lego like a really intense lego set and i got my my nephew like a game to like help teach it that teaches him how to code and make his own video game oh that's so rad so i get them i get them like themed gifts all the time like when yeah. I, I gave him like a one year i gave him a bunch of books that like were like feminism heavy yes no <laughs> that's so good they have to learn it early because like they really like create these ideas about gender when they're very young and like even the articles i was reading were saying that like even if you show kids an ad one time where like there are like girls playing the stereotypically boy toys it doesn't just seeing it one time doesn't change the kids preferences for like what they want to play with but it changes their ideas about like um who can play with what toys like they're more accepting of kids like of a boy playing with dolls or whatever and it makes them more likely if they see like a boy playing with a stereotypical girl toy it makes them more likely to want to play with a person of the opposite gender opposite gender even all the terms we have are so binary like there's so many you know there's multiple genders but like you you allow kids to have better relationships like it's better for girls and boys to play girls boys and non-binary folks sorry not to erase non-binary folks in this conversation yeah yeah be careful about that um but like it it opens it up for them to like have better relationships across genders and that's really good for their development yeah and then for the world in general especially like when you go into real workforce and like how it helps you be like be a better collaborator and like because like people yeah. like that skill like being able to communicate and collaborate with other people and like people especially yeah <laughs> like people are just like losing the ability to like speak to each other as human beings mm-hmm. and like they have to gender everything and like make it like shift how they treat each other and yeah. work and i feel like it just like hurts people like it's not helping people yeah and i like i'm a big proponent too of like i feel like a lot of the time the solution that's posed 
for women in the workforce is to like adopt more stereotypically masculine traits. But like when I worked at Brooklyn Historical Society, it was like basically all women. And like I thought there was a lot of value in how we could all collaborate really well together because like, I mean, we're also educators, so we're better at that than probably like, not that I don't suck at like a million things, but like that's something that I'm decent at. Um, And I was like, it was so refreshing how we could all collaborate with each other because people like took turns when they were speaking. You Mm -hmm. wouldn't have people talking over each other as much. And I think that like there's a lot of value that that can create too. So like I really hate when the advice for women is to like, be super assertive and and confident in like a gross way to adopt this like male vibe because I think that there's things about that that are harmful and like even with kids toys when things start to be more like unisex it skews more male it doesn't mm-hmm. skew really more female right and like that's not necessarily the most helpful thing I think it's the the idea of like devaluing soft skills and I hate that you yes call it soft, soft skills because right. it's such like this is such a like valuable skill to have to be able to like collaborate and like communicate yeah. well I feel like I took a when I was in college. I took a anthropology was my my like my, my like concentration in anthropology, Ooh. and like part of it was like speech anthropology and like how languages develop across cultures and like how like in mm. a lot of cultures like the way women communicate is so different than men and like how women are like trained to communicate with yes. like and like listen more and like help mm-hmm. like they're like conditioned to like listen and like explain things and like have, be more collaborative when their communication and not yeah. like instructive. So I feel like yes, and that's like that's like across like all cultures basically. That's how it like it happens um, with socialization. I feel like it's but it's such like a good skill for everyone to have. Like the idea of like that. I think I tagged you on an Instagram post about like the girl talk phone and how mm. like talking on phone. This was a, a gender thing in the nineties. Like yeah. talking on the phone was for girls. It was like a clueless phone. Yeah, love clueless. Oh and the God. talk boy was like more like a. Walk talk boy spy, like spy thing but and like girls talk a lot so it's like that's not true and also like what's wrong with it like why not encourage everyone to, yeah. to communicate more oh my god also this just occurred to me like a um a talk boy is like a one-sided communication right you're like recording yourself Ooh. talking whereas like a phone conversation is two people they have yes. to take turns they have to share it's like an interpersonal thing whereas a talk boy is literally the sound of your own voice mm-hmm. not that the talk boy isn't so cool and like if someone I wanted to get one me so one bad. or like a yak back or like oh my god a yak like, back if anyone's looking for a gift for me like please for your wedding gift <laughs> please like for my upcoming wedding i actually have talked about like there's a bob's burgers episode where they literally there was a prize that was like a boom box with a tv in it and i'm like that's what i i don't want any regular wedding presents i just want like a boom box with a tv you in been, it you and a talk boy wedding presents. congratulations on <laughs> being imaginative with your, your wedding <laughs> ideas <laughs> all right let's pause our gender talk or toy gender talk mm-hmm. and then Sorry, so many feelings. And then we're in the kitchen, and DJ tries to get Stephanie to eat a brownie. Mm-hmm. So, like, Stephanie is genuinely confer- concerned that, like, she's going to get poisoned by a sister. And I feel like the house is, like... Bizarre. Like, what... Like, I feel like... We were talking about how, like, I feel like Stephanie is going through some stuff, like, mm-hmm. mentally. And I feel like she, it affected her and Danny. Like, the death affected her and Danny, like, really deeply. And I feel like they just yeah. both developed some kind of like, weird, like, some, like, neurosis or, like, some kind of, like cognitive thing where like, they just like freak out you brought up the episode that stephanie goes to therapy she goes to therapy like in like episode like season two or three where because like, like she's afraid that her dad's gonna die in an earthquake um mm-hmm. and she's like afraid of him leaving the house and like she gets like high anxiety about like her dad leaving and they go to therapy together which is so nice that is so important it's important to normalize that 
it's funny to see what things were normalized. Like, via the show, I feel like it's a good way to think about, like, oh, yeah, like, okay, there were some. And that's what's positive about the show, I think, is, like, at one point, Michelle's, like, oh, boys can be nurses. Like, I think that there were, this is not to, like, mock full, you know, like, I think that there were things it was doing that were trying to be, like, really positive. It's just, like, obviously now we want to go further. We want to be more radical and push it more. Um, But, like, yeah. Normalize therapy. Everyone should go to therapy. I mean, yeah. Please go to therapy. If you're... Please There's go. a great bit on Two Broke Girls where, like, um, Nicole... I think it's Naomi Ekberge or Nicole... She's a comic, and she was on two bro- an episode of Two Broke Girls, and mm-hmm. she was talking about how, like, um, if you're a white male and you're white. not in <laughs> therapy, handle your scandal right now. Please like, go! If you're in this city, especially if you're in New York City and you're a white male and you're not, like, talking to someone... Like, on a regular basis. like Oh, just, my God. What are you doing? If you have, if you have access to it, if you, like... Because it yes. can be hard. Like, yes, it, yeah. obviously. If you have access to it and you're not, like, what are you doing? If you're a white man, go to therapy so that you're not, like, dumping it all on whatever, like, I've been on so many dates where, like, men use it as therapy sessions. Yeah. And just, like, dump all their stuff on me. Sometimes I've been, like, really... Like, it's weird in the past when I was, like, hooking up with people. I'm, like... I'm, like, so confused about, like, what you, what you, like, want from me. I'm, like, okay, like, you don't want to just sleep with me, but you don't want to be my, like, a boyfriend. Like, I feel like even if I was, like, okay, well, let's just, like, sleep together, they didn't want, like, that either. And I feel like it's because they're not having this, like, interpersonal. Yeah, they're not having, like, a, per- like, a very, like, intimate conversation with anyone in their yeah. lives. They're not doing it with other, with their guy friends, obviously. Like, Men have way if fewer not, friends if they than have women. Girl- yeah, they don't have girlfriends. They're not talking to the, with their girlfriends. They're just, they're just, like, going on dates and, like, dumping this stuff on yeah. women it's like just stop like and i'm very chatty i will literally talk to anyone yeah, about like their totally. deepest feelings but it's like were you, oh my god like now that i'm thinking about it like i'm like oh my god like were you sort of like having me in the mix for that Gross. yeah it's like you don't have to do that like or don't don't do that because like, you're wasting people's time and like yeah. there's like a professional who's like will be amazing and like listen to you and like <laughs> yeah. give you like like help than you. i can like <laughs> Like, it's, I, mean, I love my therapist. It's amazing. I love her so much. Yeah. Therapy is awesome. We listen to Thank You Next one time in our <laughs> session. Like, we just, like, watch, oh listen to that song. Um, oh, my God. I love it. that. Um, she's great. She gives me crystals sometimes, too. <laughs> you have the best therapist. I should I go to her? Oh, my God. You should. I'll give you her info. She's yeah. Great. Oh, I no. Her. I want this. I want a therapist to give me crystals. Um, yeah. Um, where are we? Stephanie's gonna get poisoned. Yeah. She doesn't die, though. Spoiler alert. (laughs) And then the boys come back. Apparently, Michelle called them to come back to the house. Yeah, did she call them on the phone? I had questions about that. I'm like, these boys, like, literally, like, left the house without an adult. And they're, like, five. They're tiny. These are tiny, tiny little boys. I don't call. Just, like, (laughs) she's in San Francisco. And that place is, like, where that house is, close to the Tenderloin, too. It's, like, Tenderloin is, like, not a great place. Oh. In San Francisco, and that's really close. It's like, where did these like these little babies? I don't recall as like a five year old just like wandering off to other people's houses. Like I would like play on the street and stuff, but even that was like maybe a little bit older. But it was normal for me. But we live in a rural area. Like we were mm. in the country, and like it was normal. It's like at least in like your like block where you yeah. just like a block like half a mile. For but do us. they live in the around her like? I don't know. We don't know about the ge- geography of that whole. Situation. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They went to the same school though, so maybe. Oh right, yeah. Um, um. So yeah, they call Michelle calls him to come back and like, Aaron's like grumpy about it and like say it better be good and then like like why are you so angry like yeah 
And so- oh, wait. So this is after Michelle has gotten the lesson from Jesse on what it means to be a man. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, being a boy sounds fun. Because Jesse, oh, right, yeah. Jesse hypes up being a man. He's like, you get to do all these cool things. I don't remember what he says. Like, you, the bathroom lines are shorter. I think it's the only thing that stood out, stood out to me. I think that's the only thing that he actually said. That was <laughs> he like, hypes up being a man so much. But it's like really superficial, like dumb things. Yeah. And he doesn't say anything positive about being a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a, ba- a painful thing, too, is like, um, if you talk about masculinity and how fucking cool it is, then as a girl, you're like, boy stuff is cooler. Like, I feel like that's also what leads women to reject. You know those girls who are like, I hate other girls. Oh, I'm like, if you hate other girls, like, what is wrong with you? Like, what is your life? Like, I love my female friendships. Like, yeah. they, like, are the most, like, nourishing thing for my life. Like, they make my life so meaningful. It's like, yeah, if you're not, you either are lying or you have, like, really crappy friends. You know, like yeah. you're, because like that can happen. Like I don't have a, I know people who like have like really crappy girlfriends who are just really manipulative and like not good for Ooh. each other. But it's like toxic. But like toxic femininity, I guess. It I can guess. be toxic both ways. We can call knows. everyone out on this episode. Why not? Call everyone out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, much like, hate mail is gonna come. But if you way. don't get along with any women, the problem might be you. You know. Yeah, you've learned the wrong things, and you're around the wrong women. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like if you in a, if you're in a situation where you feel like you don't trust women, you can't like have female friends. Like, just pause and like just look around for like better things, because like you're yeah, that shouldn't be the case. Like, it doesn't make sense for that that be the case. Find some like dorkier women around you. Maybe. Yeah, talk to me. <laughs> like, call I'll me. Be like, nice to you. Like, I like I'll, I'll talk be you nice through to it. you. Yeah, I like friends. I like having friends. Clearly, <laughs> I spent the whole last episode being like, I'm so glad you're your friend. <laughs> so exciting. Especially, yeah, you're like, yeah, if you're like, if you're out of like high school stuff, like you have to like mm. make friends where you can, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, and then Michelle comes downstairs in all <laughs> her glory. I'm like the best. We're gonna. Pause. Michelle says she had a big surprise for us. Oh, yeah. It better be good. Hey, Kitty. Yo, Aaron. <laughs> Michelle, what are you doing? I'm a boy now. Let's play guns. said she's a boy oh danny don't worry when i was michelle's age i was a real tomboy didn't you ever go through a phase like that (laughs) you know uh one halloween i actually wanted to be julie andrews that doesn't leave this room so strutting down the stairs in her leather jacket oh my god her bandana butch michelle is my favorite why do you like that so much? I love Michelle is wearing her butch outfit because she's internalized what Jesse is saying about being a man. So she's like, I'm gonna wear my like leather daddy like motorcycle. Because we talked about it, how like that's not how Danny is. That's not how Joey is. She like no. went to Jesse's example of what a man is, mm-hmm. and it's like very like it's leather. She's wearing like that jacket, that traditional jacket. She's wearing like like a tight black jeans, a black jacket, like a black jean or something, black belt. She's a backwards hat. A ban- yeah, a banana. A oh. bandana. I is it a, a bandana? Ban- I think it is. Oh, my God. 
Or it might be. It could be a backpacker's hat. It's, it's purple. Yeah. It's lilac, actually. <laughs> it's a lilac. She's still keeping it like a little thumb. Aww. But she's also using this like affected voice. She's like, hey, guys. I love it. I love it. Her playing with gender is so. I, I love. You know what? I just love anyone playing with gender. I think it's like yeah, really fun. Girls. I think it's, yeah. Like, I appreciate that. It's just so cool. She has a, it's almost a Michael Jackson and bad vibe. He's at the Hoyt Skirmerhorn. Did you know that the bad video? He's in the Hoyt Skirmerhorn station filming that music video. I had no, what? Off wait. the G for the bad video. That, wait. Go back. We're going to watch okay, it. Okay, I can see that It is, that's a very spacious. It's station. a spacious station. There's all that area that isn't used. Anyway, everyone, if you love the G oh. train, you'll love Michael Jackson's Who bad video. I, you know what? I like the color palette on the G because I like oranges. I like that like oh. dated '70s vibe. That deadly train we're riding on because like it shouldn't be. <laughs> we shouldn't be on the '70s. Right. I love sitting in those like little corner seats, and I just kind of post up. Um, it's not great if you like have to get somewhere in a any kind of speedy fashion, but if you accept, if you're going within Brooklyn, if you're going from like yeah Bedside to Greenpoint, it's amazing. Yeah, for me, I live in Red Hook, so nothing is near anything. But if I'm just like, it's gonna take me an hour to get anywhere. I'm just gonna have my time in this very like '70s milieu. I do appreciate the aesthetic. <laughs> I feel like it's like the the modern trains, like quotation mark, they're the colder. modern. They're like, yeah, it's like they're bright and like it's just not welcoming. It's like very cold no. and like sterile, but not sterile, but not like actually clean sterile. Just like yeah, definitely not clean sterile, but just like it's not as positive of a vibe. Yeah, it's like like it's the G, and like the street performers have the street performers are more bold on those the newer trains. They just like get more like that's where you get all the acrobatic and stuff on those. Oh yeah, maybe there's not like the gear to do it on the G. Yeah, <laughs> I I reject that. I just I appreciate hustle. But it's like, showtime. Like you just I just struck fear into your heart. <laughs> I was like guys, like I can't like it's always it's never the right time. Like I'm never in the mood for it. Oh, you're too orderly. I can't. Like I just like I, I just am feel, too, I'm way. like skittish and I don't like getting the idea of getting kicked in the face. Like no one got hurt. Like they in the end, oh whenever they do the, the speech at the end, like no one got hurt. We were all safe. We're like, guys, <laughs> is that the is that the that that the threshold we're oh hitting? It's like no one got hit in the face. Like is that why we should give you money? Do you like um does theater that like breaks the fourth wall make you anxious? Like interactive theater experiences? Yes, and the thing is I was in the one of the shows that did that. Like I was an actor. <laughs> in a show that I had to do that. Were you so uncomfortable Ooh. the whole time? Like, deep, like... Ah. No, I commit it. Like, I'm an actress. I commit it to the character. But I also, like, no, I was very aware of the people who were, who were not okay with it in the audience. Like, there was, like, a, like older men were just, like, stepping like, up and, like, please don't, like, touch me. They don't make eye contact. Like, don't, like... Oh it was, like and part of it was, like... Part of the show was... It was Alice in Wonderland. And, like, part of the show was <gasps> us singing, like being like in the woodland creatures or empty oh. like thinking and like walking through the, the audience like singing like making eye contact <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god like some people in the audience just like got were like oh god don't talk to me like don't like i don't want to be involved in this performance i'm taking my kids here like i don't want to be a part of this oh situation god. like i get that but i'm committed i'm gonna make eye contact and i'll move on in three seconds sorry oh, wow eye contact that sounds awful that's oh, maybe that's what you don't like. like. It's like they they're breaking the fourth wall. Like it's like it's, it's like, too interactive. It's an interactive theater, and you're not you're not here for it. Like I never have cash. Like oh, I can't give you anything. Like nothing I can give you is okay. So I'm gonna have to look at my phone and pretend that you're not here. I like don't like to carry cash on me because I got my purse stolen at a four loco party, which wow. is on me. That's like, what to I'm gonna clear, say. Like I'm blaming the victim. To, to be clear, <laughs> you should victim blame me in this context. Like it's my fault for being at a four loco party. It was after they banned it 
So like my what friend bought a, my friend bought a bunch of four loco in a state that hadn't banned it yet, and like she had a party. What kind of commitment to trash is that? Like what I, kind of commitment? To- listen, I never said I was a classy person. <laughs> And so it's my, so I had like $40, which was a lot of money to me um, at the time because I was unemployed. I was like on my unemployment cash is a lot though. Yeah. I don't don't carry more than 20 cash. I just got into the ATM. Uh And so that was like so painful. And it's like, like $40. I was like, oh, this is so much money. And that's when, so it's like, I don't ever since then. I was like 2010. I'm like, I can't carry cash. No way. No way. But I also, it's my fault for being at a four local party. That's like a thousand percent That's part of fault. it. I mean, you don't deserve to get robbed, but like also like, why, why were you there? What were you wearing? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wearing an outfit made out of four local cans. That would have been great. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah. I wish I'd been that. Four local colors, like really like loud and abrasive. Oh my God. That drink, oh, that like literally killed me. All right, so yeah, Michelle's in her leather outfit, yeah, and like she's like, "I'm a boy now," and like Aaron's like, "All right, cool," and Teddy's like, "Okay, we'll, we'll go with it. We'll play guns now." But like Aaron's really gung ho about that. I feel like I don't know. Maybe some homophobia and all about that. I don't know. Like I don't know like what Aaron's deal. I feel like there's a lot. Like he's, there's like, so much baggage there. Yeah, but they, yeah, they they go upstairs and start playing with her, and Danny's like perplexed and sad, and like, like, "What are you doing?" Heartbroken, and. <sighs> Becky's like say, oh, she's going through a phase. I had the tomboy phase, and you have a phase like that. And and Danny says, pause, clip. He's talking about wanting to be Julie Andrews. Danny, of course, he wanted to be Julie Andrews, and I love it so much. Oh, and I feel like that, like Danny is like this most, it's the most dad in this episode, and like more attracted to dads as I get older. You love like, a daddy. I love a daddy. You I do. love a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that part where, like, I, I we didn't talk about it, but, like, the part when Jesse bites the beaver. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you're getting it in. Whoa. So he many levels. Up. When he Jesse bites, bites the bites face. Yeah. And I was like, why am I attracted to that? Like, That's your sexuality. Your sexuality is Jesse biting that lesbian I think that, comic. Yeah, I think that maybe that implanted in me when I was young, and that's, yeah. like, everything that I have. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> You're like, baby, just put this blazer on. Put it's the, like, put this brightly colored t-shirt and blazer on. I need you to wear this. Like, we're gonna. I need this. We're gonna tie. do Mr. Woodchuck play. <laughs> like, imagine we're in a forest. Like, it's all forest play. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Make wood puns. <laughs> just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have oh, to yeah. yourself after. So, okay. They're um they're upstairs playing and then like Teddy mm-hmm. gets shot and Michelle's like, Oh my god, you're hurt. Like, um I'm gonna help you. I'm the nurse and then Aaron's like, Oh, I thought you said you were a boy. Like boys and then Michelle's like, Boys can be nurses too. Yes, thank you, Michelle. Michelle tries so hard again. Mm-hmm. She tries so hard. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, Well Aaron has a problem with it. She, and Michelle's like this man has a, ser- has a serious alley. I'm going to take care of him. Very cute. And then Aaron's like, no, let's go. She was lying about being a boy. Boys don't care. Like, that's basically he's saying boys don't care about each other. Like, yeah. let's leave. Let's go home. That's, like, also not what you do in the trenches either. You don't, like, let people die. It's like, yeah, it's like you don't know You don't even behind. support the troops, do I'm you, serious? Aaron? Do you? I'm not the only one who didn't support the troops enough. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
Aaron didn't support the troops. Aaron, who is Aaron on Twitter right now? He's like a Ben Shapiro. He's like a... Oh, my God. Or like Charlie Kirk. I mix up Ben Shapiro and Charlie Kirk. I can't tell them apart. Who is Charlie Kirk? He's like all those like... Uh, I think he's the one that wore the diaper or something. All those conservative... What? There were these like... All... I'm sure if they screwed past him. Cause I feel like, but I can't like... There's a guy called Jack something. I call him Jack Probiotic, but I feel like he's not that. But he's like a conservative that I keep passing, scrolling. But they all like blend in together. To I me. can't. Yeah, they all look the same to me. I'm just like I, I feel can't like Aaron would be one of those. <sighs> I'm talking so... about gender, like having an issue with gender, and like saying like, well, you know, men don't get the visitation and, rights like, that they deserve. Flushing like, his Gillette razor down the toilet and so like mad at his Gillette razor, stomping it and then cutting himself by accident while he does it. <laughs> Which is like I feel like a thing I've started to see pop up too. It's like what? Pe- men injuring themselves as they've tried to destroy their Gillette razors. It's really funny. And also like the, the big one is like the guy who like posted a picture of it, of it like in the toilet. And like you have to fish it out. Cause That's you can't, you not. Can't flush that. Your toilet's gonna get fucked up. You fish that out. If either you're so your, either masculine your and understand plumbing so well, <laughs> like you idiot. My mom could be better than that. Like my mom is a great plumber. Oh, she fixed all our problems. She's a single mom. She fixed everything. I love that. I love it. Plumbing skills are important. I have I have none. <laughs> she didn't pass them on. I learned I took a class. Actually, like, I do. I feel like I'm the one who unclogs the toilets in my in all of my apartments. I feel like I'm always the one who like unclogged it and like took care of oh, it. Oh, that's when good. It, when it, whenever the toilet starts running, you know, yeah. I'm the one that fixes it. See, that's you awesome. Just like plunge it. That's all. Just like plunge it. Right. Yeah. You just, just get it in there. Flush it. And, yeah. Yeah. I took a class like for on like tools 101 for women and trans people, and um. Whatchamacallit, we learned how to change out the fixtures on a faucet, and it was really Ew. cool. So I feel like I learned very, very minimal plumbing-related things, but I was like, I want more. Ooh, like, maybe you should do but more. But they stopped doing the class. It was, like, really a bummer. I learned how to countersink a screw. It was cool. Counter? Because, like, sometimes when you, if you want the screw to, like, sit flat, you, like, drill, like, around it first, and then, oh, and then what? put the scroll. That's yeah. a game changer for me because I do all my furniture and like I don't know how to. Yeah, it was cool. It's a I really love this class. There needs to be more, and it was a great class because it was like, um, you know, yeah, for women and trans people. So like, it was not super dude heavy, being like, hey, let's show you how to do this, babe. But also, like, I feel like men have a space to like be like vulnerable and like able to learn and not like assume oh, yeah. that you know everything i feel like yeah it's right. so bad for men sometimes like not in the way that they think we should feel bad for them but like i feel bad for them for other I emotional agree. reasons yeah like also because it's hard to like feel like you have to live up to everything about masculinity like a lot of dudes don't really know how to use tools or to do all of these things and to feel like that weight of having to know and how I, to I do like everything they, that insecurity can this like inflicts be inflicted on other people and like yeah. express in like really toxic ways because like they can't like handle what they're insecure about but they didn't it's not their fault like the society did it to them right it's so true aaron is an asshole <laughs> I, so mean. I love this actor though the actor was in um kindergarten cop this is the other big thing that's what we were like where was he from kindergarten yeah. cop that's his other big thing um do 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 um and then they leave michelle by herself it's like, like again <laughs> Like Teddy, come on, Teddy! Again, be an ally. Mm-hmm. Not just, but like, be like, stand together. If you're like a double, right. if you're a part of a minority, just like stand in solidarity with yes. everyone else. Like, if you're a woman, stand stand with trans women who are all women too. Right. Like, stand our liberation with is tied. Thank Guys, you. Guys, our liberation is tied. It's not even about being like just an ally because it's like, oh, this doesn't affect me. I'm coming down and like helping you out. Like, do you watch Insecure? 
Yeah. I haven't watched the last season, though. Oh, you know how... Oh, okay. Never mind. I probably know the spoilers. I feel like I like follow commentary on that. There's show. just, like, a bit about, like, um, because it's, like, an insecure. She works at a nonprofit. There's, like, a helping hand, like, a hand, like, lifting children up. Um, and we always joke about that at work, the idea of, like, you know, white savior who's, like, lifting up, <laughs> like, like, brown children. But it's, like, it's not about that. It's about, like, all of us realizing, like, None of us are free until all of us are free. Exactly. You know. That's how I feel about everything. It's like, yeah, like, I'm not okay if, like, the rest of my countrymen and women aren't okay. Yeah. Like, I can never be okay if, like, Native people are struggling. Or, right. Like, immigrants are struggling. Like, I, I'm not okay until we're all okay. Yeah. Which and I white never. men won't be okay. You know, it's like, they're going to be held thing, back like, by yeah, all like, of this until they, like... Having it, everyone, like, being vulnerable and, like, insecure with, like, financial and health things, like, yeah. it makes everyone else... It makes it costs more for us. Like, if the prison system is amok, like, we're all paying for that right. in so many ways. Like, it's not helpful to any yeah. of us. Yeah. We're all oh. tied together. Whether we, like, mm-hmm. capitalism make this problem, we're all tied yes. together. So, like, we have to, like make everyone okay because like it's gonna suck if we're not okay right deep <sighs> abolish prisons that's my other <laughs> my other hot take i'm so episode. exhausted i'm so <laughs> exhausted i can't i'm sorry no it's not your fault it's like the world <laughs> i'm just like I'm just, can we all just do the right thing like what yeah i like to act in a way that i feel like how would i want other people to act and so mm-hmm. i do that yeah. Like, how do I want people, like, when I was, like, on the fence about voting, I wasn't on the fence, it was, like, I just feel like, I know, since I live in, like, where I live, like, my vote won't go as far as I would like to do if I were back yeah. in Alabama, but, like, how do I want other people to behave? I want other people to vote, so I vote, you know? Yeah. I want yeah. other people to recycle, so I recycle. Like, right. behave, like, create the world you want to live in, kind of yeah. thing. We can all shit, I think that's what's hard, it's, like, this is, a, oh, in some ways, there's, like, a lot of hopelessness like in this political time and like, i want to write a think piece about like how like we're collectively like nihilistic right now yeah like, and like with our jokes and like how people were like saying like we want the world to end or, like we're ready for like with the blue light that happened like i was oh ready God. for it to be over like i was like oh cool it's gonna like, end this right is now what's happening Care yeah it's it. over i guess <laughs> like how we're all like as a like collectively just like giving up and like we just all yeah. like, nihil- like so like and like how that happened like how we're just like as a like, collectively depressed yeah you know but it's like there's so much hope like one thing I found really hopeful is this like resurgence of people like it's like think police brutality has been a problem like literally forever but like and it's shitty that it like that people are just now starting to care and like a lot of stuff that people are just starting to care like under Trump but it's like you know what okay at least like we're thinking at like it's a low bar but like okay like there's momentum now like there is interest in like making positive change so like I try to be hopeful and just think about like what could be and, like, I feel like I have a better picture of what things could be like or how to get there than I used to because I feel like people are, like, writing and thinking about it with more urgency, maybe. I don't know. I mean, like, that writing and stuff has always been out there. Um, I think I'm as but, helpful about it as I... I know. I can't. I just can't be. Most people in my life are not. I'm try- I feel like if I... Like, my... Dep- <laughs> I think I'm, like, I have to, like, claw at anything to, like, try to find anything I can to feel hopeful about because otherwise my depression will just I like, I'm like, like envelope me. Yeah, I feel like I just like turn to myself and like, okay, like what do I need to do to make this yeah. situation better? You know? Which is like not healthy in some ways, like putting it on yourself to make it better. But I feel like I just like go inward and think, okay, like yeah, but I think what's that, good for me in this moment? Like what I, can I do? Yeah, you know? I actually, th- no, I actually think that's good because I think people focus on like, um, like the federal level or presidents or whatever. It's like, 
you can do like honestly like um organizing your own workplace or like mm -hmm. making things better in your small sphere like that's where you're gonna have more influence so if you are treating people yeah. better if you're like thinking i think that's also i think that's all like positive that's what i'm all about that too that's why i was yeah. so frustrated in 2016 when, like people on facebook talking about how they didn't want to go home and talk to their family i was like please talk to no. your family like you have to you have you have to be the one to talk yeah. to your circle because like i can't do it yes i'm not going to do it if i do it that's gonna be really mean and awful and rude because like i don't like your family if your if your grandma says something to be crazy like right. i'm not gonna be nice about it so you should be like you should talk to your family. That is so crucial. And we, yeah, we talked about this last time we hung out too, because it's like, it's not your job to come for like my racist uncle. Like if you want to, you can, but it's like, no, like it's, I have a better shot of like getting to him. This might be off track, but I want to play that Ellen Papio clip. Oh my God, you should. <laughs> okay. I feel like it's so, no, I think it's like if you're, if you're a dude in a space, like have women's backs. If you're white in a space, like you have to have like black folks backs. Like that's like, you can affect the people around you. They're more likely to listen to you than they are to, like, someone on TV. If you have a seat at the table, like, talk about people who don't have a seat at the table, you know? Yeah. And that can be, like, whatever, like, if you're, like, privilege comes in so many different ways. We're getting mm. very preachy, but, like, privilege can be, like, I know. money <laughs> and, like, myself. where you That's live and, like, where your job status is and, like, Even gender. Just being an American. Ability, like, whether you're disabled or not. And, like, mm. it just has, like, different shapes. Like, if you're at a table, like, you have a, like, if you have, like, the space to talk like maybe use it if you're if you're like it's safe if it's yeah safe for you to do it you know right i think about that a lot it's scary we're gonna stop trying it's just this episode is like i feel like if you watch the episode like if you're like angry or like confused about why we're getting so deep like go watch the episode Please. yeah it's like it'll it, spark things in you yeah it really is an interrogation of like what gender is like it's funny because like floss is not like that you don't think it's like that deep of a show but like they really like even the title, Girls Will Be Boys, like, it's it's inviting you to, like, investigate, like, what does it mean to be a boy? And then, like, what does it mean to, like, kind of put that aside? And That's perfect timing because I feel like it goes to, like, what this next scene with, like, the talk with Danny. I'm a crummy boy. That's because you're a girl. Why are you trying to be a boy? Because Teddy doesn't want to play with girls anymore. Oh, so that's what's going on here. Look, sweetheart, I know you feel bad about this, but you got to understand, Teddy is just going through a stage right now. What's a stage? Well, a stage is when you go through something and then eventually you grow out of it. You once went through a stage where you didn't like chocolate cake. No way. <laughs> it only lasted 10 minutes, but uh, you get the idea. Teddy right now is going through his I don't want to play with girls stage. I don't like this stage. Oh, I know. But don't you worry. Before you know it, all the boys are going to want to play with you all the time. And that's when I go through my keep away from my daughter stage. I just want my best friend back. Sweetheart, if he's really your best friend, he'll come back around. Because real friends like you for who you are. Who am I? Who are you? You are Michelle Tanner. You are one terrific person. You're sweet. You're funny. You're friendly. You're kind. Keep going. <laughs> I could go on forever. You always do. Always, <laughs> because like, there's like problematic things within the episode. Like, well, first he says like Tay's going through a phase where like he just don't doesn't want to play with girls, mm -hmm. and like that's just a thing, mm -hmm. which 
honest self, honest face value. Like, there's a, that is the thing where, like, boys go through a phase where, like, girls have cooties and, like, that is the thing that happens. Yeah. But I really like the conceit of the talk in this episode is that, like, you're Michelle. Like, mm-hmm. when Michelle asks, like, who am I? And, like... And DJ has a similar question last episode. And when she's like, she and Danny are like staring into the mirror. like, (laughs) And like Danny's like, you're Michelle. He doesn't like generalize it or anything. It's like, you're not a boy or a girl. You're Michelle. Yeah. And like, you're a funny, smart person. And that's who you are. Like, it's not gendered at all. It's just like, what matters is who you are as a person, not like what your gender identity is. You know? Yes. I thought that was great. And that's great. That's so good. Yeah. So I feel like if Full House, not Fuller House, but Full House were like on today, like, like a lot more woke. Should we ever watch an episode of, like, Fuller House? I just, like, the... It's so problematic. I know. Like, Kimmy's... His husband, the weird... Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's There's, like, I don't want to go there. The kids are charming, though. I do watch Charmed by the kids on that show. I can't remember. I watched They're all Jodie Sweetin. Like, me and Jodie Sweetin. That level of talent. They're all, like, really talented Mm. kids. So, I appreciate that. Yeah. But I can't... I can't do it. Yeah. Fair. (laughs) Oh, my God. We should talk about you at some point, though. No, the show you on Netflix. Oh, I was like, uh, I feel like I just shared a lot about my four local experiences <laughs> and the Plan B fan flip. But... No, the show, the uh, show you. I have to start watching it. Yeah, it's 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 a wild ride. It's a wild ride. It's like so sloppy but amazing. I can't wait. And John Seamus is in it, and he's like he's so mm. insanely handsome in you because he's now he's probably very distinguished. Does he, he have has grace? a beard? He has grays <gasps> and a beard. Oh my he god! He's a therapist, by the way. Yeah, you're gonna fall in love with them. It's a th- yeah. If you haven't already, my God, like, right? <laughs> no, it's fair. Fair point. Fair point. But yeah, you is like a sloppy mess. Go watch it. <laughs> what if he gave his patients crystals in addition to everything else? Can oh my God. It? He he yeah. He's like he's like very he's, he's an earthy therapist. Like he's like in like a he's in Brooklyn like with the like plants and like he's oh. wearing a vest. He's wearing a vest. And we're talking shirt. about like who wears vests now and. This is an important conversation. John Samson, yeah. you wears a vest, and he's like has rings on, and like is very like he smokes he smokes blunts with his patients in the office. Not a blunt, he's like he just smokes a joint oh with his patients. He's so attractive. I hate how attractive I am to him. Like I just I just oh like God. it's I just it's like a weakness for me, like an actual <laughs> weakness. Like I'm, I'm vulnerable with it. Like I don't know. It's okay to be vulnerable. That's the lesson of this episode. Like leaves me like like what is, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And then we're back to Ranger Joe. <laughs> like they get, they have to talk, and I'm gonna play the clip of them talking. And like, yeah, how Danny is like a great guy, and Danny gives her great advice. Yeah, in general, if you have a kid, and like, if you have a kid, and they question about genders and stuff, like, what what the main conceit you should end with is that like, what matters is who you are and how mm-hmm. you like how like who you are as a person, like how you treat people. Yeah, that's the most important part. Yeah. And then we're back with like the Paul Poundstone of the forest. We're <laughs> back <laughs> with Ranger Joe. Um, and then we get to see Jesse as Lumberjack Joe. Lumberjack Jess. Lumberjack Jess. Mm-hmm. He sings Knock on Wood. The- oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, first of all, for first Aaron last of him, like, leads. The Aaron's, like, really aggressive and, like, yep. being, like, unpleasant. Aaron, you're taking up too show, much how space. How to get this job? He's taking up too much space. He's every mm-hmm. dude at a meeting who's, like, just, like, unnecessarily, oh, my God. I was, like, li- reading a thread on Twitter about, like, Q&A, people at Q&As and how some people <gasps> have, are, like, awful. Having worked at Brooklyn Historical Society, so many people at a Q&A, it's, like, anytime someone gets handed the microphone, it's, like, oh, my God. 
they're going to talk for like 10 minutes and tell an anecdote and just then like not even a have podcast, a question at the dude. end. Just get a podcast and let it all out there. Don't put the rest of us on your <laughs> like comments. It's more of a comment than a question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> and I wrote on Twitter, like I tweeted, like what, imagine falling in love and then finding out your husband is like one of those people. That's why you have to come for the people you love. Like you can't let them be that person at a Q and A. Don't like don't. don't. Friends don't let friends be that person. At think a about Q&A. the audience. Like, think about what everyone else is taking in. Like think yes. about what the audience needs at that point. Like yes. think about us as, as people in this like environment. Like what we need at this moment. Like do we need to hear your comment as a question? Like do we need to hear that? How, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, don't take up too much space at a Q and A. Like think about like. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know why, why, why yeah, like, Aaron's taking too much space. Like, yes. Because, like, how did he get this job? Like, how, like, his or his parents bullies and, like, bully him into I'm that? I'm unclear how anyone got their jobs on this TV show. I know Jesse how was just handed the role of Lumberjack Jess. No auditions happened. None. <laughs> you know, at least it's, like, a multicultural cast. I it feel is. like the 90s was trying to do, having spent the time watching those kids' cartoons, it's like obviously it's very it's still very white, but you're seeing a lot more like multicultural children's casts happen. Yeah, of course, yeah. Sesame Street was doing that much, you know, like some programs. But I feel like that. I appreciate like it was really heavy handed in the '90s, but like I feel like it helped in the long run. Yeah, like, it made, like it sparked like, fresh prints and like family matters. Like it helped to propel other like more natural mm-hmm. diversity into the conversation. And I feel like we could have kept going and like had more like, Asian diversity and like other. I feel like yeah. we would have built up that in the '90s, but like we didn't. We did. We did the opposite and like yeah, just, like did the opposite of what the '90s built. And I feel like. You like you integrate or like you like diversify aggressively. Like you have to be aggressive about it in the beginning, and then like it'll happen yeah. naturally. And right, but like we just like stop before it can happen more naturally. Thank you for or, like Steve Urkel built. Yeah, no, I, love I him. know the house that Steve Urkel built. <laughs> the house that Steve Urkel built. Have your uh, spinoff do that podcast. Oh my god, <laughs> the house that Urkel built. He feels like Steve Urkel created the space for him to see himself as a scientist. That was the first scientist like because he grew up very like working class and he didn't know people that went to college so he Steve Urkel was the first scientist he saw on television and it allowed him to think about engineering and things like that that's important see <laughs> representation matters it does it really does matter show diverse, like show diverse, not even just diverse people like skin tone but like different diverse and like economics and yeah. like backgrounds and see interests. black nerds is important yeah it's and fun like, too. Like yeah. we all had fun. Let's yeah, and my partner isn't even black, but like having a black nerd as a role model was like huge about, for him. Yeah, it like, opened up. Well, he grew up in a black like neighborhood too. Those but, are the kids he was playing with too. So I think it made it like real. Yeah, all of it. It was like, oh, this is what me and my peer group yeah. can be. Yeah, yeah. And so, guys, let's try a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, and then they played Knock on Wood with Jesse's band, oh, and then love it. Um, the kids were dancing horribly. I might not know about the kid with like the the kid with his pocket in oh, his pockets. Like yeah, he just has hopping back and forth the whole time. And just I was like trying to make a gift out of that. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. And then um, Michelle, her tactic now that she knows Teddy's going through a phase is to ignore mm-hmm. him, or she's like she like. She says, hello, Theodore. And oh, she's Denise. Right. I want to play that clip of her meeting Denise. Because Denise is like a watershed. I love Denise so much. Denise is so great. Hi, Michelle. Hello, Theodore. Hi, my name is Michelle. My name is Denise. Do 
you like boys? Nah, boys are gross. Yeah, boys are gross. Okay, kids, come on, let's put those tongues Please, away. Please, it's let's like, if the, go back and watch. I'm not going to like, give it to you, but like, just go back and watch this episode. Like, what are you doing right now if you're not yeah. watching this episode? Or like, go back to Full House. Appreciate Denise, because he's like the perfect like, tomboy. Yeah. Just like everything. I feel like, I don't know, I just like, I love Denise and like Michelle meets her for the first time. Yes. It's like, do you like boys? And Denise was like, no, I don't like boys. They're gross. <laughs> She's I just appreciate right. how Michelle's in her like like feminine dress. Yeah, like, Denise is like in her like overalls and baggy whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like kind of like whatever, like, very tomboyish. And I feel like yeah. I just like I appreciate what they're doing. I feel like they're trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I agree. And um, Teddy gets jealous that like Michelle's moving on. Mm-hmm. And um, they like make up and like she's like, you, I can't be your friends with you because you're going through a phase. And that's she didn't say like I'm not your friends with you because you're a boy. So mm-hmm. I'm not friends with you because you're going through a phase. And yeah. like it's not gender. It's just like a, you're like going through something. I yeah. can't be around that energy right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> it's like, I, no, I don't like. I don't. I'm sorry. I miss you. I'm like I don't like Aaron. He's a bully. Yes. And this is where solidarity. You know. Yeah. Like recognize that like follow your bliss. Mm-hmm. And like stick to your guns and like. Just stay together. Like, if you're like, yeah, just don't throw each other under the bus. Yeah. Let's go have fun. Hey, where are you going? Where's my new best friend? What's your name again? Denise. Denise, and you can't play with us. Why not? Because you're going through a stage. I am? You just want to play with boys. No, I don't. Aaron's too bossy. Do you want to be my best friend again? I really do. Yay, the stage is over! Let's go play at my house. Teddy! Are you a girl lover? Yep. See ya. Hey, can I come too? Okay, we're playing hide and seek. Thanks, Michelle. You hide and we'll find you. Maybe. (laughs) Um... Yeah, and then um, Aaron comes over and then, like, asks if um, Teddy's a girl lover. And Teddy's like, yeah. Yeah. I love girls. Whatever that means. You're like, yeah, it's okay yeah, to love girls. <laughs> like, why are you so angry about it? Have friends of every why gender. Why don't you love girls? Like, Yeah. And that's everyone. what, now that Aaron sees he's, like, very outnumbered, he's like, wait, like, can I come too? That's the thing. Like, they, like, if they're outnumbered, they show cracks. Stand mm-hmm. up to them. Because they're, again, like, if you're, like, at work, like, the corporate bully, just, like, stand up to them. Because, like, they're all the same. It's all Having like- people's back at work is so important. Yeah. It's so crucial. Like, obviously not everyone feels safe enough all the time. But if you can have people's backs, like, if you're all feeling away, like, make sure that somebody's not out there, like, twisting in the wind. Like, stand yes. up for, like... Back them up. Even if it's just a little thing, like, being, like, mm, mm-hmm, like, yeah. emphatic, like, nodding your head or something. I saw for Even I that. Had, like, that. It's really, like, white women in my office, like, st- being, like, very vocal. I'm, like, I, re- I appreciate that. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> like, I really appreciate when people have my back when I, like, you know, Cause, like, push on things. Because, like, work for, like, big, the bigger the company, like, the more problematic it can be. Mm. Just for, like, p- having people who, like... Just like I feel like, because we're all on the same team, we're all trying to get better. That's the thing. Like, right. We're all trying to get better and like yeah. more like profitable in the end, you know. Yeah. So just like s- listen to people when people have a problem, and just like have each other's backs. Like it's going to benefit everyone in the end. Yeah, especially with pay stuff. Oh, that's so. I mean, like, oh god, I could get into like a whole thing, but like yeah. at every level, even whether it's like corporate or like I'm at like a small nonprofit, like that. 
like sometimes in progressive spaces it's even more important because like people who think that they're progressive are not open to their blind spots sometimes Mm -hmm. and that's like a real thing i've like bumped up against at work same with tinder or my dating apps (laughs) i think i posted about that yeah like people who are like guys you have liberal in their profile for Mm -hmm. dating apps like I have a thing where I say, like, if I'm the only person of color in your life, it's not going to work out. And, like, my, like, matches drop to zero after I put that with white dudes. Because, like, they don't have people of color in their life. And, like, you say you're a liberal, you say you're progressive, and, like, Bernie 2020, but, like, you don't have any people of color in your life. Like. It's weird to me. Like, no, it's not weird to me. It's, like, very expected that, like, there would be, you'd have fewer white dudes matching with you. But it's just really disappointing. Because, like, I feel like you used to get a lot of white matches before, right? Yeah. yeah. And now I don't have any. I have, like, a couple now. But it's, like, it was, like, a lot a day. Mm-hmm. Now it's, like, a couple a week now. And is it, like, dudes of other races or, or like... It's, like, the same. Other races, it's the same. Other races are the same. But the white dude is, like, just shifted. Just it flipped. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Like, think about your communities. I'm definitely going to play that old video clip. It's like, think about the, what, like, think about where you are and, like, yeah. what spaces you're in, like, why you avoid certain spaces. Like, it may stay, like, if that's reasonable for you to avoid certain spaces, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I just, I don't know how we got on that, but, like, <laughs> I don't know where, how that happened. Because I feel like my big thing is, like, solidarity with these, because the kids really, like. The, yeah, and liberal, if you think you're liberal, like, how liberal are you? Like, what does that mean to you? Like, mm-hmm. Investigate that. Like, it's not just a label. It's, like, it has to be a lifestyle. Yeah. And don't let it be, like, a, like, a, I'm an ally. I'm, like, reaching down at you from above. And also, don't get mad about being called out. Because, like, don't, like, I feel like there's a yeah. mentality, too. Like, if we're on the same team, don't talk to me. Don't, like, call me on my things if we're on the same team. Yeah. But, like, you, we want you to get better. And, like, we have to call right. you out on your... Don't you want to be better? Yeah. I want to be better. I do fucked up things. Yeah, like, we all I do. Like, we be all better we about all it. Both we all want boring, like, knowing the right terms to say and, like, yeah. kind of things. It's, like, we all have to learn. Right, like, you're not infallible, especially if it's coming from someone on your team. Quote, like, just like take the lesson, take the yeah gift they're giving you. That's such a good way to put it. It's a gift, like it's not mm-hmm. a racism or like homophobia or sexism. It's not like a, it's like a symptom or it's like a thing you do, but it doesn't have to be who you are. Right. Oh, perfect. Yep. Snaps. That's the end. <laughs> We're gonna yeah. Stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> sort of, they walk. That's the end of the episode. They walk away together, hand in hand. Purpose. That's what solidarity. That's what it can all be at the end. That's what solidarity has to offer you. I feel like we have to end it on a certain note. <laughs> like, Play a circle clip. Like, just just end it with "Did I do that?" <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that. Good. That's it. <laughs> Did I do that? Did I do?